bro, I'm going to be living in my car. I just bought a power inverter. Like, I didn't just buy stuff. I'm investing in my future because I believe in myself. And this is a dream of mine. This isn't just some stupid thing I'm doing. Welcome back to your joys. I'm Cade, your guide. I'll be replacing the little voice inside your head for now, giving you a break from the constant internal monologue that is the human mind. I want to say thank you for viewing or listening on whatever platform you're on. Uh, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button, drop a like in this video, that other people can, uh, they can find the voyage, you know, if you like it, you engage with this content, other people, it gets pushed out, all the algorithms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at the base level, they're pretty much all the same, you know, people like the video, people engage the video, they push out to more people, so please do me a solid and do that for me. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the Instagram and TikTok highlights clips um accounts at joyage clips um you know if you have time for the whole podcast i get it even though i think long form content is great if you're like going on a walk or a run or whatever just pop some earbuds in and uh, get a listening but um yeah it has all the highlights if you want to get the inside scoop on the episodes those go out usually i try and upload um after i upload the full podcast once a day i upload one of the highlight clips and i haven't done that yet today i was supposed to do that this morning so i'm gonna do that after this but yeah, you, you definitely should be following that. And I upload any kind of updates um, for the YouTube and the podcast on that Instagram account on the stories. So, yeah, keeps you up to date. It's a, it's a good thing to have if you if you follow this, you know, this philosophy, this joyage journey thing. If you like the podcast, then you might as well follow the Instagram account because it comes with all the updates and stuff. Anyways, uh, we got a ton of Amazon packages in the... Um, in the mail, like so, so many Amazon packages is ridiculous. I have a new camping chair, a new camping table coming out. Those are mainly for if I decide to cook, which I think I am probably going to cook because I don't want to just be eating Pop-Tarts and, you know, granola bars all day, all day long. So, uh, yeah, I bought a table, bought a chair. Uh, I have like baby wipes. I have face wipes. I got a tire inflator that's like portable. It's like a, it's like a stick and it has power somehow, so that that's great. I don't have to worry about like plugging in anywhere or like having to drive somewhere on a flat tire. I can just pump up the tire there. I also got a battery starter. That's the same style. I don't have to jump it with another car. I don't have to do anything. I can just turn it on and it does it for me. So that's fabulous. Those were a little pricey, but uh, I feel much safer being on the road anywhere in the country if I have those things like in my in my in my car. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, I have. I think I have a couple. Um, I forget what they're called. They're like, they're like little bottles you buy at the car shop. And if your car like pops, a t if you pop your tire or whatever, it like fills up the tire and like, I think it's called sealant. And, um, but I have a few of those in the car too. So I'm, I'm trying to like safety or, or I don't know what you would call this, like lock my car up as safe as possible. Um, since it'll be my actual home, which is so strange to think about still. But I need to have all the safety measures in there. Like I have a first aid kit that's in there. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff. And I'm really excited. The last thing I need, my last necessity item is the power inverter. The thing that allows me to charge up any device I have with the car battery. And once I have that in, I will be doing on my main YouTube channel, Kate Bergman. If you're not following that, you should be. It's a great channel. I'm, I've gotten good at making videos, I'm going to be honest. So it, it's, it's a solid channel. And um, I'm going to be doing like a full either day in the life or like day in the night, like nighttime routine, whatever. I'm going to be spending the night in my car for the first time, which I'm kind of nervous about, even though there's no reason because I'm going to be doing it in my, my driveway. Um, but I do want to have like a full day of practice just for fun um, once the power inverter gets here. So I'm excited for that. That should be coming in this week, I think actually in two days. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be doing a, um, a car 
like in-car Q&A type video too. That may be the same video. I'm not exactly sure yet, but you can uh, basically just accept the fact that that YouTube channel will be crawling with content, especially after this summer. So if you've been following me at all, you know that this summer for me is going to be 100% money focus. I'm working at a restaurant where on average, I'm making anywhere from like 150 to $600 a night. Um, if I work a double, probably upwards of four to 600. If I'm working a single shift, you know, more than likely two to 300. Um, so phenomenal money for how much I'm working. And, but I mean, working like a ton. So I don't know how often we make, uh, I'll be able to make videos at least once a week. Like I definitely can pump out a video a week and a podcast a week. That is no problem. But anything more than that, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that this summer. But once I'm on the road, I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be uploading multiple times a week. I'm not sure what that's going to be exactly. But, I mean, dude, I'll be living in a car, road tripping across the country. I'm sure I can find videos to make, you know, about anything. You know, it, Anything where you're living in a car suddenly becomes a topic for a video because anything you want to do is exponentially harder and more difficult because you have no home base, you know. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a little journey, my own journey. And I hope to bring you guys the reason my vlogs are like five minutes and the reason it's going to take me fucking forever to get monetized in that channel is because all my videos are never, I don't think any of my videos are ever going to reach like past eight minutes. And that's because I, for me, I can't watch a video that's longer than eight minutes. Like I just, if I do, I put it on double speed and I'm barely like, I'm barely there for, it. I'm not even really paying attention. Usually I'm usually on my phone playing dream league or something. And I don't know. I, I don't want that to be what my videos are for like i want whoever's watching to be like engaged and like watching my video like w in the same way when when pierre mckinnon uploads a video unless it's something i genuinely don't care about if he makes a video on some gear that i don't even care about i'm still gonna watch his video because i love him uh but i'm not really paying attention and so i don't want my videos to be super long i want them to be engaging and fun and be like a little couple minutes out of your day i don't want to steal 30 minutes from you like there's some a bunch of videos that are 22 25 27 minutes and i'm like that video could have been trimmed down to like five, six, seven, eight minutes into a vlog format that wouldn't that wouldn't take away so much time. And for me, I get like FOMO on on YouTube because I'll be like, oh, I want to I want to watch all my favorite creators, but I don't have time to watch every one of them with their 15 minute vlog. And so I don't want to be one of those people. Um, I just want to upload a few minutes just to highlight what happened, uh, whatever message I want to convey in that video. I just want to get in, get out. And yeah, you know, just fit as much as you can. Just like David Dobrik, like Logan Paul, they just fit it all into four, five, six minutes and you can. And it's better that way, I think. So yeah, you can expect to see a ton of that. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about today were um, ma mainly investment in yourself and changing the way you look at that sent that phrase because people, no one can understand who you are better than you can. And everyone says that, but it's, think about it like this. No one, you, you can't even for yourself put into words sometimes how you feel. And how do you expect other people to understand that? You know, a, a feeling that you have or an emotion towards a dream you have. You can't describe that to somebody because it's all um, a built up thing that your whole life has been around. And it all leads to this conclusion that you made. And no, of course you couldn't explain to someone. And, and someone couldn't really understand that about about you, they could maybe take um, some of the similarities that you have and, and the things that you attribute to your own goals and think about it in terms of them. And if they're the same type of person as you, they can probably understand the gist of what you're getting at. Um, but they can't understand exactly what you want because they're not you. And um, and they sh and who cares, you know, 
you don't need to tell anyone. Like it doesn't matter as long as you're good inside, then then you're good. But one thing I want to talk about is for a lot of people who listen to my podcast specifically and my watch my videos in general, they're all in between the ages of like 15 to 30 for the most part. Which means if you're in the age gap of, of teenager to you know young adult, chances are you, you probably are. In, chances are you're probably in contact with your parents. Maybe they're still paying for some of your stuff. Maybe they're constantly on your back. And obviously, I know some people maybe don't have any parents and, and situations might be different, but I'm going to say, just speak for the majority. The majority of you have parents that um, probably, you know, pressure you a little bit and get on your ass when you spend too much money and that, and that kind of thing. But for me, I always got frustrated. I know every kid gets frustrated with that, but my frustration was for a different reason. I think people got annoyed because if their mom was like, I can't believe you spent this much money on this and that, um, like you should be saving and they get mad because they're like, wow, like they're just like upset in general that they got caught out doing something stupid and they realized probably that, okay, I shouldn't have spent $300 on an Apple watch when I don't need one. But for me, I was frustrated because in my head I was like, dude, I'm not just buying stupid shit most of the time. I'm in my head, I'm, I'm investing in myself. And that was before like YouTube gurus were around talking about that. Like I didn't think about it like that, but I always found it interesting that the things I bought would help me in some way, uh, as far as my happiness usually. Like I, w- I went and bought when I was younger a $250 soccer ball. And like no one understood why the fuck I did. They were like, Dude, why would you buy that one when you could buy one for $20? And I was like, look, there are certain reasons that for me qualify me to buy this certain ball. And I, I want it and for these reasons that no one else could understand. And for me, I was like, yes, yeah, invest in my future. It gets me to understand what a real game match ball is like and how to play with it. And, you know, who knows if that helped me uh, in the fact that I went and played college soccer a few years later. Um, who knows? But I, on, on big buys, big purchases, big decisions in my life, other people couldn't understand, mainly my parents, because they grew up in a very, very traditional conservative type of life and perspective, which is super frustrating for me since I just have a rebellious nature and so I just push back against it and I've I don't even see a logical reason why it would pay off to not question things not go against the grain I'm like that makes better sense to me to do that than not and so it was very difficult growing up to see eye to eye with my parents and it still is sometimes and they're coming around to it because me and my sister both share some of these uh rebellious qualities and so the other day, um, my mom was like, yeah, you're just buying so much stuff. And, and that was kind of the end of the conversation. I didn't really say anything. We just like went about our day. But when she said that, it got me thinking a little bit. Cause I was like, you don't understand like what I'm doing. Like, do you, or maybe you understand, but you just, and you just said it, but like, I'm not just buying stuff. Like I'm not stupid. You know, I'm spending, I'd say 80% of my money I make goes straight into investments. And of that 80%, probably 60% of that 80% is going into crypto. So it's stuff that's more than likely going to at least double my money. And I'm making a bunch of money right now. So I'm trying to like triple X my money here. And I'm only spending a, a fraction of what I'm making on Amazon shit. But the stuff I'm buying on Amazon is not stupid. Like it's not just stuff. I'm like, bro, I'm going to be living in my car. I just bought a power inverter. Like, I didn't just buy stuff. I'm investing in my future because I believe in myself. And this is a dream of mine. This isn't just some stupid thing I'm doing. And and the reason I didn't bring any of it up is because no one could understand that but me. 
and you listening, you may not even understand. You may be like, oh, Jesus, calm down, Cade. But for me, it's big. It's important to me. And as I've highlighted in many other podcasts, like if it's important to you, fuck everybody else's opinions because they can never, ever hope to understand the depths of your mind and the depths of what you've experienced because it's not their memories. It's not their anything. And so they have their own shit they're worrying about. They probably didn't mean anything. I'm sure my mom wasn't trying to like roast me, but she just like said it and, you know, didn't think anything of it. But, you know, that's some, that's sometimes that's like a thing that I talk about. It's like awareness. It's like, dude, think about sometimes what you're saying and be able to detach yourself from a situation before you just like give your opinion on something and that's the problem right now because so many people on social media see a video and instantly start typing away in the comments or you know well i don't agree with this because this that and the other and someone else goes well you're stupid because this that and the other and it's it's fucking dumb like dude you, you could never explain yourself in 160 character text box why you think the way you think because it's a accumulation of everything you've ever experienced in your whole life so sometimes it isn't worth it to try and explain it. Or if you are, remember that the goal of you explaining is not to try and convince them of anything because you're not. You're not going to convince anybody on a five-minute conversation about your goals in your life. You might open up a little bit of a, a crack in the door to help them understand, but think about why maybe you're trying to get them to understand. And for me, when I, when I ask myself that question, why do I feel like I need to explain these things? It's because I was insecure. I was insecure in my decision and that people would judge it and maybe it was wrong and after a while I, I began to understand that everyone's insecure about everything all the time pretty much and there's no reason to be ashamed of it it's like yeah i'm a little insecure i'm not quite sure what i'm doing maybe i'm wrong but in the end dude i'm fucking i mean listen to this if you're my age i just got off i just got off a phone call with one of my one of my closer friends um who i, I haven't seen in a while but um we went to college together or freshman year of college together and i'm not gonna get into like super intense details about any of it really because it, it's just nobody's business but um one thing we talked about a lot was uh risk to something ratio just risk ratio basically like taking engaged focused calculated risks and acting on them and you know the conversation we were having he, he was like yeah there's a lot of pressure for my parents to like get a job and do this and that and like you know what if i'm what about getting a wife and and i was like look that is a path that you can take and there's nothing wrong with that path at all but there's also nothing wrong with another path that is more unorthodox and that's when we were talking about the stuff i'm doing and um it's just weird you know my, my life and the stuff i want to do is so different than the people who than other people in, in general like no one's living in their car no one's doing months long of road trip to where they need to live in a car um and i don't even have like a specific end goal really other than just to do it and try and see what happens but you know, we were just talking about that and and we were talking about how the pressure that you get from parents and friends and your environment it's all in your head for the most part right the pressure that you build inside your head based on what your mom says your dad says the thing is and what i just talked about a few minutes ago with my mom how she just said like you're buying too much dumb like you're buying so much stuff uh, as if it was negative. And I don't, I don't know if she meant it like that. But when she said it, like, I just innately took some pressure from that and put it on myself. And I shouldn't have, but I did. And he's doing the same stuff. You know, he was like, yeah, my mom's like, I gotta do this. And you I gotta get on my ass about that. And I was like, for her, she just wants you to be happy. She just wants you to be taken care of. And that's what she means when she says it. So 
um, when people are trying to like give you advice, think about where they're coming from too, and don't always take what they say at face value and just in you know internalize everything. You don't need to internalize everything. Not everybody's opinion needs to matter at the macro level. You can take everyone's opinions and try and grow and learn and do what you can with them, but sometimes you just go with what you're what you want to do, and it's really fucking scary. And this is what we talked about in the phone call. Um, is pulling the trigger and and doing it and just going and trying it out because at this age oh this is where I was trying to get back to uh, I kind of like started rambling at this age I'm twenty I'm about to be twenty three my net worth is like I don't know anywhere from twenty to forty thousand dollars probably at most like that I've ever made ever. So not a ton of money, right? And right now my net worth, my, my current net worth is probably around 20 or 30,000. Um, and that's all snug up in investments and crypto and all that shit. But even if I lost all of it, 100% of my money, or if I just lost maybe the money in my checking account, like a few grand. Bro, I'm not fucking married. I don't have kids. I don't have a, a ton of expenses. Like, I can work a few months and make all of it back, and I will be just fucking fine. And I can do that, like, ten times. I could literally try a whole new business, a whole new endeavor every year until I'm, like, 30, and just rebuild it the next year, and I could do it. And imagine doing that ten full cycles and not coming out with some type of something. It's not going to happen, Right? 10 fucking full endeavors. Imagine if you did that. Something from those 10 would lead to... So it would sprout into something new. It, it will. Um, and so, I, in, in my opinion, at this age, when we don't have as many fucking risks and things to worry about, just do it. Right? Just go for it and try it. Um, there's almost... There's almost, uh, like, less... It makes less sense to not try it. Like, you... When people say you should do it earlier rather than later, in my head, I even twist that further and I go, you should just do it earlier, period. Like, just do it earlier. Not not because it makes better sense. No, like, you need to do it, period, when, when you're young. Like, what else are you going to fucking do? Work in the corporate chain and work your way up until you're 40. That way you can be an executive until you're 16 or retire. Like, is that what you want to do? If it's what you want to do, then go for it. But if it's not... Then you don't have a other you don't have another choice but to take a risk and do it, and risk isn't bad. And something that I've noticed in just like me growing up and stuff is that people associate risk with just like a negative everything in general. And I don't think that's smart because maybe we need to come up with another word that that isn't risk. But calculated risks. And if you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you'll understand this concept. It's not always about money. But with risk ratio, if you have a very calculated risk and you've, and, you, and you've thought through a bunch of the things and scenarios that could potentially arise, it, it's not so much a risk anymore. It's more of just like a jump. You know, if, if you're standing on the edge of two cliffs and two cliffs are eight feet apart, and you practice for a few months and you're like, look, I can jump 10 feet. I can. I can jump 10 feet, period. This cliff is only 8 feet apart. So I can, I should be able to jump over this cliff and land on the other side because it's only 8 feet. Is that even a risk at that point? You can jump 10 feet. So you have no problem clearing the, the gap. The only risk you're taking is the actual jump where, you know, if you didn't jump 8 feet, you would fall down and die. 
Uh, and that's an extreme example, but at that point, at what point does the risk become just another thing you could do? You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be a risk anymore, like a, a high risk. And I think everyone associates risk with high risk. And it's not the case for the most part. If you, for the most people who, um, or not for most people, a lot of people who are successful maybe went with a high risk and they won. And that's the difference for those people. They said, fuck it. I'd rather take this high risk than not. And so they went with it. But there's also a lot of people who are successful who took very calculated risks and won because they were like, look, I've calculated. I can jump 10 feet. I should be able to clear this eight foot jump. Easy. That's a risk, but not really. And so they went for it. A lot of people will do that. They'll, they'll be able to jump 10 feet and the, the test is only eight feet and they still won't do it because they're worried about the eight feet gap. They're like, wow, what if, what if, what if, what if? And that type of thinking does not really go away. It, it really doesn't go away. And it's dangerous. It's really dangerous to think like that. Because midlife crises, you've heard of them. A lot of people have had them. And it's becoming like a norm when people are like, oh, I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm 45 and I just bought a new house. Or I, you know, I, I left my wife because I don't know what I did the last 20 years. I don't even like her. Like that kind of thing. And I'm like, that's stupid. That's literally stupid. Um, if you had taken the risk, the exact same midlife crisis when you're earlier, when you wanted to have the, when you felt like you were having a crisis and instead you pushed it away, you pushed it down. And now look what happened. 30 years later, it came right back up and now you're fucked because you have two kids, you have a dog, you have a house and look what you did to yourself because you were too scared to take a risk. And now that you're 50 and you realize, damn, I should have taken that risk earlier. Now I got to make this risk now and lose all this shit that I built up the last 30 years that maybe I don't even like, but now it's got so much more, um, like it's just heavier, you know, cause you got so much more baggage and it makes better sense. Like think about it logically. It makes better sense to do it now, do it now. Cause it's going to come back. If you have this urge to do something or go somewhere or try something you pushing that down is only going to bring it back to the service at a later time it's probably going to be a bigger risk at that point just do it now it, it makes more logical sense right uh and this is what we talked about in the phone call for a long time we were talking about kind of what he wants to do in the future and and whatever and some of the things he wants he was talking about is very traditional some of them are pretty non-traditional and i was just telling him i was like look man like we're so young and, and it feels like we're, we've got all this pressure. It feels like all this shit's happening. Um, and that, you know, the, the fate of the world lies on our shoulders alone for this one, whatever decision, you know, to get a new job. And it feels like the, the fate of the fucking universe is on our shoulders, but it's not, it's just not. And when you're, so I'm 23. If you're 15, 18, 30, however old you are, think about how much you're at. If you're listening to this podcast right now, period, then you're already ahead of, I, I swear to God, you're ahead of the curve because no one, no one is thinking these things, right? These aren't very, I mean, they're common, but not that common, this way of thinking. And especially this way of acting is very different than most people. They're not willing to go out and, and try something. If you're this age and you're thinking these things, imagine in another 20 years, you're 40, you're 35, whatever whatever age you are. Most 40-year-olds still look pretty youthful, and they are. They act youthful, they feel youthful. Um, we think they're not, because we're so young. But truth is, when you're 40, you're probably in your prime. I would say, 40, 50, you're probably in your prime. Imagine, so when you're 
I feel like up to 15, you're not really there. You're just kind of fucking reacting to everything. You're not really doing much your first 14 years. You're just kind of surviving, trying to get through it, trying to figure out what you're doing. You're insecure as fuck. You're not thinking outside of the box. That's the majority of people, including me. Uh, once you have 15, 16, you start thinking a little bit. You try to create your own identity. You try to make something of yourself, etc. And, you know, I'm 23 now. So I've only really probably had... For me, I don't think I really woke up until I was like probably 19. And I'm 23. That's only been four years. And I feel like I've grown a ridiculous amount in four years inside. 20 years, 20 years, when I, even a year ago, I think about how, how much I was like uh, far along, I guess, in my soul's journey or whatever. A year ago, I think I'm, I've progressed in so much. And I think a lot of us have, because we've been forced to be with ourselves a little bit in this quarantine. I'm like, dude, in 20 years, if I keep this up, if I don't fucking just turn into a robot again, 20 years i don't even know like the possibilities are fucking endless and when i talked about earlier about investing in yourself my quote of the day is imagine believing yourself forever you could you literally could not lose and that's a fucking fact you cannot lose if you believe in yourself if you truly believe you will be fine you will be fine because you'll always figure out a way right and it's a very underrated way of thinking i think because if you believe if you believe that you're set, if you believe that you have what it takes, you're going to make it. And I, and I told him this on the phone call. I said, look, you have a specific set, uh, way of thinking and way about you that no matter what you fucking do, no matter how many times you mess up, you're going to be fine in the long run. That's fucking, it's, it's, it's a given. So you don't need to stress the pressure of like, am I going to make it? Because you will. Long term, you will. If you believe in yourself, you will. And if you don't believe in yourself, start believing in yourself because you do have what it takes. Every fucking human on this earth does have what it takes. Some people just aren't willing to face that that side of them and say, let's do this. Most people are not willing to do that. They say they, they feel it. They know they have it, but they're not willing to look at themselves in the mirror and go for it. They'd rather just sit on the sidelines and wait for a fucking opportunity. I love talking on the camera. I love talking on camera. I love, um, oh, apparently I love podcasts. I didn't know that until I started one, but I love podcasting. I love making stuff and I could wait. I could, I could join like a, a visual arts studio. I could, I could get a job. I could wait for an internship, but I said, fuck that dude. I'm making my own YouTube channel and make my own stuff. I'm going to try out a bunch of stuff. I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And look where I'm at now, dude. I, I've ha I have people reaching out to me to take graduation photos and I don't have time to do it, but I'm like, I can't believe people are reaching out to me for photographer stuff. Like a year ago, I barely knew anything about anything with photography. And it's cool. It's just cool that I, I've made that for myself. I didn't take a photography course. I didn't like do all this traditional route stuff. Like they all work and it works because I believe in myself. I know I'm resilient. Everything I put myself up against, even if I didn't like it, I still grew from it and I know that. And so for me, not every experience has to be a win. For me, every experience just needs to be experienced so I can grow and I can learn and take things from it. I watch TV shows and we'll think like that too. So I'm set. And I know, tw dude, 20 years of this type of like perspective, I'm going to be so goddamn wise. I swear to God. And then another 20 years, I'll be 60. Another 20 years, I'll be 80. There's motherfuckers on TikTok who are 90. I have fucking hope. 
Because in four years, I've accomplished so much. And I have another fucking 80 years. 80 years. Dude, that's four of my lifetimes. That's absurd how much time we have. It is absurd how much time we have. So that's my perspective talk for the week. Um, if you're 25, 26, 30, 15, I don't care how old you are, you have a unlimited almost amount of time. And to be honest, by the time we're old, they're probably going to have some type of cyborg-like thing. So don't hold your breath. You're not getting any, you're not really getting any fucking older. You you have so much so much time and there's no right or wrong place to be in your life. So if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like, you know, you've been in this stupid cycle for too long, think about it in terms of decades and look back at yourself. Like maybe go on your Snapchat memories or your Facebook memories and go back a couple years. See where you're at and think about the things that you were thinking about, worrying about, struggling. And remember how intense and important they felt and... Maybe just do a little thought experiment and say, oh, fucking how important was that? Maybe it was really important, but chances are it probably is not that big of a deal. I remember my sophomore year of college, um, my chemistry teacher accused me of cheating on a take-home test. And I had to fight this whole like legal battle with her. I ended up winning because she had no fucking grounds to make that claim. But um, I felt like my life was over because my dad had worked in honor council before. And he was like, look, if they have anything, like they're going to pin you and blah, 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 and this and that. And I was freaking out. Um, but now that I think about it, I'm like, man, even if I, even if they like deemed me guilty and kicked me out of college, I still would have figured out a way. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you believe in yourself, no matter what you come against, you're going to be fine. And you, you're good. So don't stress it. Even if it feels like the biggest fucking thing in the world, remember when you're going through that really shitty time, a really intense, scary portion of life, remember that in a year and you look back on this, you probably will be able to take something from it and grow. So believe in yourself. You're going to get through this thing you're in right now. You're going to figure it out. You're going to move, but don't be scared to go make that change. Go, don't be scared to go start that fucking business or whatever it is you want to do. Just go, go try it. You know, just Go try even a little bit, you know, maybe just watch a couple of YouTube videos on business and start picking up some business uh, logic and surround yourself with maybe um, people who have a business or, or know stuff about business and start to mold your reality a little bit and change little small things, you know, maybe follow a couple of TikTokers who are business related and just start to see things in that perspective, in that light and start to, and because you can, you really can change your reality by the stuff that you see constantly on a day-to-day -day basis if you're constantly think up if you're constantly seeing uplifting content you're constantly seeing people who are talking about belief you know chances are the majority of those people are probably clowns you know they're just saying it to get followers but you're seeing that so you're able to take the best part of that person's content and apply it to your life and i'm a firm fucking believer that you're going to be just fine and uh long term you're good. You got this. Every human has the capability of doing it. You just need to realize it. And when you do, don't be scared to face that side of you. Like everyone has that side where they're willing to take the risk and make that jump and be the hero of their own story. You all have it. You just got to face that side of you in the mirror and say, let's go. So you got this. And I want to say, because um, I got I to gotta leave in a few minutes. My, my boss just texted me and said, hey, we're actually slammed. So we do need you to come in right now. <laughs> so I'm going to leave in, in just a second. But um. I want to close out and say, if you're struggling with 
uh, with anything, with any fucking mental health, if you're struggling with a, a test you got a 50 on, remember, and I've said this a hundred times in this podcast alone, that you're going to be fine. Life is very, very long. <sighs> Take a breath. I swear, look back in your memories from a year or two ago and just remember how big some of those things were at that time and remember how not important they really are anymore. It's just a conglomerate of experiences that we all go through. There's no right or wrong answer. No one knows what we're doing on this fucking floating earth. You're going to be fine. You got this. Believe in yourself. That's the only thing that matters. If you believe in yourself, you cannot fail because you will get through it and you will move on and you're going to be just fine. And we're all going to be just fine. We all got this. Um, don't be scared to make that jump. If you have an idea, act on it. Just fucking do it. Why not? Why not? All right. Well, that's it. I'm, uh, I'm signing out. I'm going to go make some money. Take some people's money. Peace.